What's good? What's popping? Long time no see, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Joe and Jet. Well, it's just me. It's your boy, Jet, out here. But I have a special guest today. We have Mr. James Gary from Florence, South Carolina. So, James, talk to the people out here. What's up? James Gary. Currently a student with Jet Pagish at the University of South Carolina. You know the vibes. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to doing this. We're going to get right into it, man. So, the NFL has just been going crazy. There's been a lot of sleeper teams in the NFL that are actually surprising me and actually doing very well. So, James, name some teams or a team that you think are sleeper. That's a sleeper this year. Well, let me start off by saying I had one at the beginning of the season before the season started, and I thought the Miami Dolphins were going to be a sleeper team. But it's looking like they're not going to be a sleeper team. They have too much talent around to it not perform. So what I'm thinking Miami should do is you got to get rid of two and go get Deshaun Watson. Because mm-hmm. he's got some wide receivers in Miami. you got Will Fuller, Jalen Waddle, and Devontae Parker. That's that's an underrated threesome in my opinion. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. That's Miami it. needs to go ahead and get rid of two because he's not the future. Deshaun Watson is the future of that organization. Deshaun Watson in Miami. That is a boat. That's a high take. Honestly, man, I didn't know this team was going to go out, come out firing, but they are tied first in the AFC West, the Las Vegas Raiders. They are in a new vicinity in Vegas. I mean, you can't really, Derek Carr is actually putting on a seat, a show this year. We haven't seen Derek Carr pull, have a season like this since like what, three, four years ago. And it's, I mean, Brian Edwards is actually the South Carolina native out of Conway, South Carolina. Shout out to him, 843. Um, he's putting on the show. Hunter Renfro is honestly doing what he's got to do. Like, and there's just young talent around him, despite um, Josh Jacobs being hurt. Uh, do I think they're going to make a playoff? If they keep it up, they probably won't win the division, but I can definitely see them hitting it one, making a wild card, depending on who else can fight for that wild card as well. And those teams that I'm part of looking at that looking like in the AFC for the wild card. I say Baltimore, Pittsburgh, and maybe in either Miami or New England. So that that's a toss up. But both divisions are looking well both conferences are looking pretty feisty and they're just doing it is doing what they got doing what they got to do. I mean, we're only three weeks in, but we got plenty of football left to see. So, yeah. I'm, I'm going to give you another sleeper team. Go for it. Denver Broncos. Okay. I think the AFC West, besides the NFC West, is the most competitive division in football right now because you got the Chargers. They're, they're looking good, but they can't run the ball right now. They keep getting injured. Bosa got hurt and Derwin James got hurt last week. You got the Raiders. They're looking pretty fire on offense. Defense is starting to catch up, too, and they're starting to surround pieces around Derek Carr. And then you have the Chiefs, obviously. They're going to do the Chiefs. That Andy Reid, Pat Mahomes, great coach, quarterback duo. And then the Denver Broncos. I honestly think Denver has the most talent all across the board with those teams. You have a great secondary. Mm-hmm. Von Miller mm-hmm. is still there. Teddy Bridgewater, he's looking pretty good right now, and they're receiving even though with Judy's loss, you still have plenty of receivers. 
We have two running backs that can catch out the backfield, Javante Williams and Melvin Gordon. So I think Denver can honestly, if they keep it up, they have a chance to win the division. But there's not going to be a team in that division with more than 11, 11 wins, I think. Well, so. yeah, I can I can see that. I never thought the AFC West would be a tough division. A lot, everybody was like, okay, she's going to win the division. But then they took a hard loss against Baltimore, my Baltimore Ravens. Um, but yeah, the AFC West, I thought the AFC North would be the second best division. Um, but the way it's looking right now, the AFC West can be a great second with a four weight with all four teams that can compete. Derek Carr with the Raiders, going back to his old self, TBH2O. I mean, he hasn't been a bad quarterback. He's never been a bad quarterback. He just never had to shine. And I feel like him taking over in Denver is a perfect place to for him to be, in my opinion. Kansas City will forever be Kansas City, especially on the offensive side of the ball with the pat with the passing game with Pat Mahomes um, and the and the plethora of receivers that he has, and the Chargers with a crazy hell of a defense. I mean, man, we just gonna we just gonna see what we just gonna see what is gonna go down. But so I'm so there's been a lot of talk of early NFL MVP predictions. So, James, who do you think this part of the season should win, should get the MVP? Well, if you had to pick one. If I had to pick one, I honestly don't know if I can pick one right now, just based on two weeks of football. Yeah. I mean, I can give a uh, like a top three. I'd have to go with Tom Brady. Mm. He's just looking incredible. He looks like he's 32 years old instead of 43, you know? He's got a great offense. You got Fournette, you got Ronald Jones, Gronk. They literally brought back everybody. And you got three receivers who are looking crazy, crazy good. And one of them is just going to go off each week. It doesn't matter. You can't guard all three. And then Kyler Murray, obviously, that's he's doing Kyler Murray things. Like, I don't think there's any other quarterback that can sling the ball 60 yards and then go for a run for 60 yards. He's doing him. That's my second one. And third, honestly, right now it looks like Derek Carr. They're two and zero, and he's the main reason why they're two and zero. So those are my three. I say I agree. I agree. Um, I say Kyler Murray. He's probably gonna pull up if he gets the MVP. But this is just an early call since we only two. We're about to head into week three of the NFL. Um, it's because like he has a receiving core, and he might pull Lamar Jackson like win the MVP in his NFL career. And then back then he won a Heisman. So it's just like, what you gonna do there? Um, Derek Carr, if he keeps up the way he has been in his first two games, he's gonna, it's a possibility. People are saying Russell Wilson, but I cannot think, I'm not saying Russell Wilson because Russell Wilson always has that MVP talking the first half of the season and when the second half of the season comes around. It's like he's like ghosting, but you can't blame that on him. Obviously, I feel like I honestly I would blame the offensive line and and they're not really protecting him. He, he's kind of like doing what he do. So if I had a third pick, I've Tom Brady or Pat Mahomes, I would kind of keep them on the tie because you already know Pat Mahomes is going to be the wizard. Pat Mahomes and Tom Brady is going to be the goat. Tom Brady, like 
hands down, no ifs, ands, or buts around here. So that's just my that's my MVP predictions. I'm gonna, I'm gonna give somebody some love right here because he's about to he's about to turn up. He uh, played in the Monday Night Football game okay. this week, mm-hmm. and he was throwing some balls that pretty much no other man can throw, and that's Aaron Rodgers. Okay. He's he's about to start getting it going, and the Packers are going to start rolling. They had a great win on Monday. I watched some of that game. He threw a bomb to Devontae Adams just right in the basket, and then the ne- very next play, right in the window to their uh, tight end, Tony, for, for a tutty. So he's about to start coming alive, and he's honestly probably going to be back in the MVP conversation mm, look in a, a couple weeks. Look alive, look alive, A-Rod. But I don't know about Aaron Rodgers. Honestly, I say that because uh, he, because his body language against the Saints was just like he wanted to throw the game away. He kind of gave me like Adam Sandler and the y- longest yard type vibes. Um, if you've seen the movie, then you've seen the movie. Y- y'all would know what I'm talking about. Um, but he did come back and did very well against Detroit. But that's that's just the thing. Detroit had Detroit is like having a crazy losing streak against Green Bay since they're rivals, quote-unquote. But if Aaron Rodgers can, like, get out of his feelings, and I mean this in the most respectful way, and actually play play ball, despite him wanting to get him and possibly Devontae Adams wanting to get out of Green Bay, he is it is possible for him to be in the MVP conversation. But... Anyway, so the college football rankings has came out, and there's been a lot of things that's been going down, man. Especially for the Clemson Tigers, they went from number six in the country to, and they dropped down to number nine. So, James, how do you feel about overall the college football rankings and everything? Um, I just I have some disagreements with it as of right now. I, I do not think Clemson and Ohio State should be in the top ten. I was at the Clemson game last weekend, and they looked awful on offense. Their defense, I give them credit. They're legit. They got a, an amazing front seven. Them and Georgia, by far, have the best defense. Mm-hmm. By far. It's not even close. But Clemson, they're, they got to get their offense together. They got a great running back, but other than that, they can't do anything on offense. And Ohio State, they they may drop a game pretty here shortly. Their quarterback was they announced their quarterback will not be starting this weekend. CJ CJ so, Stroud not starting. Oh Lordy. And I think the biggest sleeper team in the top twenty five right now is Ole Miss. Mm-hmm. I think they have a chance to actually win the SEC West and play against Georgia. Because Georgia I Georgia's gonna beat Florida in a couple weeks. Florida's good, but Georgia's even better. So I think Ole Miss is going to rise here shortly. They play Alabama next week, and that's going to be a very, very close game, more than people realize. Yeah. With Ole Miss, they're going to be a they, – they're like wide receiver you. I mean, cause yeah, Elijah Moore was going out last year. Um, A.J. Brown was from Ole Miss. D.K. Matt was from Ole Miss. Matt Corral, the quarterback for Ole Miss, he – he has developed a lot in the offseason, and he's actually just – and he's – and in my opinion, I think he's on a Heisman watch. He, he's my Heisman favorite right now. He – so Oklahoma, 
couple weeks ago, they played Tulane, barely beat them at home. Tulane goes down the Ole Miss last week, and they beat them so bad, so bad, and it wasn't even close. It wasn't even a close game from the start. All because of Matt Corral and how he controls that offense. Matt Corral is in my top three of Heisman watch, but I got my Heisman. My Heisman right now, I gotta say KJ Jefferson from Arkansas. They looking, they looking pretty hot. You never seen Arkansas look this good since I don't know when. But my, but Clemson should definitely not be in the top ten. Top ten, and I'm not saying this because I'm biased. I'm not saying this because I go to USC. I'm saying this because if you put up 14 points, only 14 points against Georgia Tech, then something is wrong. Like. Ain't no way. And then the college football playoff is also getting, they're actually expanding it to 12 teams, but the first four teams will also have a bye. So you got Bama, Georgia, Oregon, Oklahoma, Iowa, Penn State, Texas A&M, Cincinnati, Clemson, Ohio State, Florida, Notre Dame, and then you have Ole Miss and Iowa State at 13 and 14 as well. So it will, so it will be a lot going on. Uh, if Georgia don't blow it, because their defense is doing what they, is getting the assignment done. Oregon, there's no, there's no if ands about Oregon. Oklahoma, ifs, big ifs. They're too inconsistent right now. Their defense is very inconsistent. Like they, they rely on their offense. No disrespect to Spencer Rowler, who is a definite first round pick, but. I just don't. I just don't trust Oklahoma. Oklahoma always pulls this. They always like their offense carries, and then they kind of just like backlash, and then they have to like backpedal on what they got to do. Don't sleep. And I would. Well, actually, Penn State should be over Iowa. I think Penn State should be a top five team over Iowa. Iowa has been pulling some. Iowa has been in their bag, but I don't think they've been in their bag deeper than Penn State. Yeah, that will. That might be the Big Ten championship, and then that's going to be a good game. Oh, yeah, that's going to be a royale. But um, South Carolina plays Kentucky. So who you got on that one, James? Um, honestly, I think the uh, University of South Carolina is going to win that game. We're not favored again. We're, we keep beating spread, though. So Vegas, is, Vegas has got to look a little closer to our team because we've beaten the spread every time. But honestly, I think we can uh, rattle off a uh, little win streak here, and hopefully, if that if that's the case, we'll we have a potential to be five and one and possibly ranked. Yeah, there's a uh, there's a word around town saying soccer like could be a six and one best case scenario in the next four games. This Saturday, you got um, Kentucky. I'm not sleeping on Kentucky. I can see why we're not a fa- why they're not a favorite because. Kentucky's running back. He's he he's actually like that. I might disagree. Why you say that? They Talk. they played the University of Tennessee at Chattanooga. Mm-hmm. So and they only won by three points on Saturday. Kentucky won by three against an FCS school at home. Wow. But uh, shout out to our boy Lim Ford from uh, Florence. He uh, he had 28 carries for 120 yards. Yes, sir. Big Lim. And. Which is, I'm not. He's a great running back, but he's five foot seven, two ten. If he's, he might not even be two ten. He moves fast and all, but he should not be doing that against an SEC school. 
that's supposedly on the rise. Quote unquote. Yeah, but I mean, Kentucky, I'm still not sleeping on. Number one is a great receiver. The quarterback's actually decent, but a running back, Chris Rodriguez Jr., he's like a top five running back in the SEC from what is said in the offseason. But that soccer line's defense is way too powerful to let him run them run them over. So yeah. Um Clemson goes to North Carolina State. So who you got out? Um I got Clemson. I think it's gonna be close again. They're not gonna have a blowout at NC State. They got I just I don't trust that offense right now. They Uangalele, he he's uh he's not looking good. He's got like a fifty percent completion rate right now. Mm. And Zeb Noland has a higher completion rate than So and he's overthrown. He can't throw the ball more than 15 yards. And if he does, it's inaccurate. So, and they can't have bang bang plays that can get them some momentum swinging their way from the quarterback. The running back, however, Will Shipley. Yeah. He's a monster. He, in the three years, he's going to be the best running back in college football. I can agree with that. Um, I, would, I would pick Clemson, but don't be surprised if you see an upset. Clemson takes one more loss. You can they can tell say they um playoff chances goodbye because Ooh. the issue with Clemson this year is it's gonna be hard for them to get back into the top four. Oh yeah, for sure. Because the only team that they might play that is ranked by the time they play them, maybe is Louisville. That's the Louisville and Boston College. But Boston College, I believe their quarterback is not hundred percent when they play him next week. So, it, the only team they might is Louisville. That's the only team that is getting votes in Wake Forest, but that's Wake Forest. They're not a powerhouse. Louisville is okay. Yeah. And then they play South Carolina at the end of the season, and we won't be ranked by that. I mean, ACC is weak in my opinion, but Wake Forest, Wake Forest always starts off strong, and then they kind of just hit a downfall and I'm just like but Sam Harden is not a bad quarterback like he's not but I just but shout out to my boy Zion Key um safety at um Wake Forest dude's good but anyway um one more game I'm gonna call we're gonna call tech number seven Texas A&M goes to number 16 Arkansas what you what you got what you got uh that's probably gonna be a shootout in Fayetteville, Arkansas. Uh, I think I can go either way. I think the A&M can establish the run early. I think they'll win because they have two great running backs in their backfield. Mm-hmm. But quarterback play, they've been okay. Quarterback play, defense, obviously SEC defense is for both sides. They're going to come to play. But I think what's going to establish this game is the run game. Whoever can establish it and maintain it throughout, they're, they're going to win. They both have decent quarterbacks. They're going to make their throws. They're going to make their plays. But it's all going to come down to the run game. With my husband, my husband watched KJ Jefferson. Ah, but I gotta, I gotta give it to Texas A&M. They're just too good. Like, but that's going to be a shootout, an offensive shootout. Like, 
I already know Texas A&M's defense is going to be watching, and I and um, Jefferson, so that's not no surprise to me. But we're just going to have to see because I that game is going to be good from where I for where I'm going to see. But it says that Ben Simmons will not with a possibility Ben Simmons would not be playing this year. That's possible. That's just a rumor. But if he doesn't play this year, where do you think he will play next year? Or in the upcoming, or when he gets picked up? Well, he's got four, four more years on this contract with Philadelphia. But, I mean, obviously he wants to leave. Doc Rivers said on the first take the other day that he, they would love to have him back. And he's trying to salvage the relationship, but it does not seem that that's going to work. Clutch Sports, you know, great sports agency. They're behind Ben Simmons. They're making these moves, talking to Darren Morey, see what they can do with the trade. Honestly, it's going to be hard to trade Ben, but I think your options to trade him are to it's like a multi-team deal. Mm-hmm. He could possibly land in Minnesota, maybe Golden State, but I don't think Golden State's willing to give up a lot for him. For, and, for right now, this ain't... Um... No Western team wants Ben Simmons. It, it's just each day someone said this, I forgot who, but every week they don't trade him, his trade value will go down. And by the time the season starts, it's gonna be at a, it's gonna be pretty low. And they're gonna have to trade him for like maybe to like Houston for like John Wall. And that's obviously that makes Houston ten times better. And it may not even it's not gonna do anything for Philly. So Ben Simmons in Houston. If he, if he, if a Western team can pick him up, I can see that. But I just don't see him. I mean, even though he got some time left in Philly, but he, he hasn't shown up to camp. And I think last season, Jordan and B threatened Ben Simmons. And I, and I already know if he comes in that vicinity, that's just about to be beef at between both of them. And that's just about to be. A discrepancy in all types of values, top types of ways, and I'm just like, uh, like no. I think the issue with Ben Simmons is that he wants his own team, mm-hmm. and he was trying to establish that in Philly, but Embiid took the spotlight because it's Joel Embiid. You know, yeah, he's a monster, and he he's just a lovable guy for the city of Philly, but he just is truthful with them and like tells them like straight up like in the interview after the Hawks game when Ben Simmons didn't pass he's like yeah he shouldn't he should not have passed he should have went up with it yeah most definitely and like I know a lot of fans like I know shout out to Jalen Tart he is a huge advocate for um for Ben Simmons but it's just like fans are tired of seeing the the montage videos of him taking jump shots and everything we just like are you going to take that in Keep that same energy and take it into the um, game, or are you just gonna make do make bummy moves? Like, what you gonna do? I know for most people that listen to this, and if you've never seen an NBA player like outside of the NBA, like arena, every single NBA guy can shoot beyond like they can hit threes. Like, if you go watch them play pickup. Or even play pickup with them, they're hitting threes. They're hitting mid-range shots because they they can do that. Like you have to be good at all aspects to get to the NBA. Hundred percent. So 
it's just for Ben Simmons and for a lot of good guys, it's just a mental thing. Like they're they're scared to shoot because of how fans re- will react. What pickup is? It's just nine other guys in the gym just playing, and that you don't have to worry about it. So. Well, we just made the point. We didn't make our point, but I appreciate y'all for listening to another episode of Joe and Jet. It's your boy Jet the Geese, along with my boy James Gary. And we'll see you.